0: C-A-M-E-L-S
1: The Abbott and Costello program Brought to you by Camel The cigarette that's first in the service Camels stay fresh Because they're packed to go around the world Listen to the music of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, The Songs of Connie Haynes. Tonight's guest, Peter Lorre, and starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello.
2: Costello, where have you been? Look at you. Your clothes are dripping wet. There's water running out of your shoes. What happened to you? Oh, I stopped to get a drink at the faucet outside the street. Faucet? Yeah. You dummy, that's no faucet. That's a fire hydrant. Fire hydrant? Yes. No wonder I went halfway to Pomona by gutter. Ah. <laughs> gee, gee, gee. Three Gs. I got to get these wet clothes off. Uh, because uh, I have, if I uh, don't c- c- get... Now, <laughs> what's the matter? Ah! Please, how many times have I told you when you sneeze, sneeze the other way? I don't know any other way. Can you please talk sense, will you? Do you realize you've probably caught a cold? Do you want the germs to spread? Oh, I won't let them spread. Uh, how can you keep germs from spreading? I'll make them wear a girdle. Oh. Now that's ridiculous. You've got a cold in your head. How are you going to keep that cold in your head from going down into your chest? I'll tie a knot in my neck. Hey, Abbott, what are you talking about? You're not so healthy Oh, I'll have you know, my friend That I keep regular hours Every night I go to bed with the chickens How do you all get in that little coop? (laughs) No, no, I'm trying to tell you that I go to bed early And I'm up at the crack of dawn Then I go out and chop wood for breakfast Chop wood for breakfast? (laughs) How can you eat that stuff? (laughs) Listen, Costello, I chop wood for exercise. For example, every morning I jump out of bed and crawl around the room on all fours. You crawl around on all fours? Yes, that's the athlete in me. (laughs) Athlete, that's the monkey in you, brother. (laughs) Oh, hey, here's Ken Niles. Say, I'm glad you dropped in, Ken. Take a look at Costello. He
1: doesn't feel very well. Oh, just let some of the air out of his head. He'll be all right.
2: (laughs) I and mean, you got a lot of nerve. You got a lot of nerve there, Niles, To I me mean, talking like that. With, with with such a swell head like you got. Oh, I'll have you know I'm not swell-headed. Oh yeah, you're the only guy I know who gets the mumps above the ears. <laughs> now take it easy, Costello. You're a sick man. Who's a sick man? I'm all right. I just got a little little little... tick. Little... <laughs> ah! <laughs>
1: Good heavens, bud. Did you hear Costello sneeze? What's wrong with the way a little the way I sneeze with a little thing like that? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? Well, if you have to sneeze, why don't you sneeze with your mouth closed?
2: I tried that once and blew out three of my teeth.
1: Now, wait a minute, Costello. Your sneezing is dangerous. I can catch your cold. Then go home, and my beautiful wife will get it in her lovely throat. Her lovely throat?
2: Yes, Costello. Mrs. Niles has a neck like a swan. Yes. And she's got webbed feet to match. (laughs) Oh, I heard that remark. And, Mr. Costello, you might be interested in knowing that all my friends think I have perfect features. Is that your nose, or are you looking through a (laughs) periscope? Oh, stop that. Don't pay any attention to Costello, Mrs. Niles. You see, he's got a cold, and we're trying to help him. Well, you know the old saying, starve a cold. Now, the first thing to do is to put him on a diet. No carbohydrates No
3: starches No liquids And no solids um, You think you can stick to that diet, Costello?
2: Sure Then what?
3: Then Kenneth and I'll splate, split your ration <laughs> Oh, nice story.
2: <laughs> I heard you the first time You're going to split it
1: Ah, uh, it was almost a wonderful joke, Poochie. Oh,
2: <laughs> oh don't one. say that, darling. You're my Poochie.
1: Ah, uh, no, no. You're my Poochie.
2: No, <laughs> oh, no. You're
0: my Poochie.
2: If there's a dog catcher in the house, what are you waiting for? <laughs>
0: um.
2: <laughs> Come, Kenneth. And as for you, Costello, I hope your cold is nothing trivial. Well, I don't blame them for going out. The only way to avoid the flu is to flee. What's that? I mean, you've got to flee flu. Gotta flee flu? What kind of talk is that? I'm trying to tell you the only way to be free from flu is to flee when flu flies. (laughs) When there's flu, everybody flees. Did you say flees? Certainly. I flee, you flee, he flees, she flees. What, I got a call or a flea circus. You don't understand. To avoid the flu... You've got to flee. i got to flee. Get them off of me, then. Get them off. I don't want any fleas. No, 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 no. I, I, don't, I don't mean fleas like bugs. I mean fleas like flies. Oh, let the fleas like flies. I don't want to break up no romance. No. Look, it has nothing to do with fleas and flies. I'm trying to tell you to avoid the flu, you must flee. The only way to be free from flu is to flee when flu flies. Oh, you mean that to be free from flu, i got to flee when flu flies. And the fleas and flies have got nothing to do with the flu. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, let me put it this way. You're in the house. You open the window, and a cold germ comes in. A cold germ comes in? Yes. What would you do? I'd give him a cup of hot tea. Who wants a shivering germ around the house? Now that's crazy. This cold germ attacks you and immediately starts to germinate. Before you know it, you've got a lot of nasty germs rushing through your system. According to my system, the Russians are rushing through the Nazi Germans. (laughs) Well, that's true, Costello, but I'm talking about flu germs. Do you realize that germs travel with the speed of light? Now, one little (laughs) sneeze. (laughs) What? (laughs) Ah! There you are. There you are. The germs are off. They're already traveled. They've already traveled from California to Maine. They are now crossing the Atlantic. I didn't even say goodbye to them.
0: <laughs>
2: Costello, right now, at this very minute, someone in Europe is catching your cold. Hello?
0: My Last <laughs> of here, the club and
2: Well, I sure fixed it out. (laughs) What do you mean? He's just sneezing now. The coffin will come later.
1: The half-track rolls into position on the flank of an enemy tank column. In a matter of seconds, its heavy gun is whamming shells into German armor. They've got what it takes, the fellows who man these tank-destroying trucks. And so has their cigarette, camels, first with men in all the services according to actual sales records. Both at home and overseas, more people want camel cigarettes. If your store is sold out today, try tomorrow because camels are worth asking for again. They always have more flavor, the result of expert blending of costlier tobaccos. And camel cigarettes stay fresh. Cool smoking and slow burning because they're packed to go around the world.
0: C-A-F-E-L-S
1: Camel cigarettes. Camel's tobacco standard is the same for soldier, for civilian, anywhere in the world. (laughs) Freddie Rich and the orchestra dress up an old favorite, Alone Together.
2: Stop that screaming, Costello. If you want me, just pull that cord by the bed. Oh, I did. And what happened? My pajamas fell down. <laughs> now, Abbott, if I had to stay in bed, why don't you give me some attention? Uh, what are you talking about? Didn't I, didn't I put some cracked ice on your head? Yeah, but you didn't have to wait until you got the ice on my head before you cracked it. <laughs> now, Abbott, for the last time I'm telling you, what am I doing in bed? Well, it's uh, part of the health building course I got from Professor Hercules. Starting tomorrow morning, you're going to get out of bed at five o'clock. Then at 5.10... Back in bed. Uh, no. No, no. At 5.10, you jump into a nice cold shower. And I whistle. Uh, you don't whistle. I gotta whistle. Why? Well, there's no lock on a bathroom door. Oh. <laughs> Look.
0: <laughs> Look,
2: pay attention. At 5.10, you jump into the shower. Can't you just feel the ice cold water <laughs> running down your back? <laughs> huh? no, 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 Now stop that. Stop that. It's cool. Stop it. Then at uh, 5.20... Back in bed with a hot water bottle. (laughs) Listen. At 5.20, you take a bouncing horseback ride. 5.40... Back in bed, face down. (laughs) Then at 6 o'clock, an hour of wrestling. 7 o'clock, two hours of handball. 9 o'clock, you walk 30 miles with a heavy pack on your back. And 12 to 1, you climb a mountain. 12 to 1, I don't make it. (laughs) Oh, you idiot. You never listen to me. Just wait till you see Hercules. Exercise has given him bulging biceps, rippling muscles, a massive chest. He's the strongest man in the world, the mighty Hercules. (laughs) Come in.
3: I am the mighty Hercules. (laughs) Honest, I am.
0: Honest.
2: See, Costello, take a look at Hercules. Get a load of that muscle. (laughs) What muscle? The last time I saw a muscle like that was on a sparrow's ankle. You know, I could chalk his head and use him for a pool cue. Hey, uh, Costello. Well, he reminds me of a radio program I heard. One man's famine.
3: <laughs> Mr. Costello, as I analyze your case, my treatment for you should not be postponed. Let me show you what my course can do for you. Hand me the telephone book and I will tear it. Are you ready? And now the second page. <laughs>
2: Look, Hercules, what's so great about that? I can bend bars with my bare hands. Iron bars? No, Hershey bars.
0: <laughs> and I'll do
2: it the hard way. With nuts. <laughs> uh, Costello, now don't be silly. You're talking to the mighty Hercules.
3: Yeah, Mr. Costello. I'm a master
2: muscle. You're a mess of something, brother.
3: <laughs> and while
2: I'm on a subject, you ain't seen nothing yet. Just feel my muscle. Where is
3: it? All I can feel is one little corpuscle.
2: Yeah. But ain't it got a hard head? (laughs) Oh, this is ridiculous. Professor, why don't you give Costello a demonstration of your strength? Very well.
3: Mr. Costello, I'm going to let you squeeze my hand as hard as you like. Go ahead, squeeze my hand.
2: Okay, you ask for it.
3: Gee, thanks, Mr. Costello.
2: Thanks for what? My draft board will never accept me now. (laughs) Look, Abbott, for the last time I tell you, there's nothing wrong with me. Now you've got to get me out of this bed. Now give me a lift. All right. (laughs) What was that? I got my nose caught in the
0: back spring.
2: (laughs) Come in.
4: Good evening, gentlemen. I'm Peter Loring. Mr. Costello, I've come here to offer you the services of my sanitarium. I understand your health is run down. Now, wait
2: a minute, Laurie. Who told you all this?
4: Oh, nobody. You see, I get messages through my brain. My mind is like an open door. What do you hear from the knob?
2: (laughs) Quiet, Costello. Let me handle this. Mr. Laurie... You say you have a uh, private sanitarium? Oh, yes, and it's just the place for Mr. Costello. It is out
4: in the woods, in a very lonely spot, where he can get away from it all, far, far away.
2: I don't want to get that far away! Get me closer to town now! Get a lot of people around me, too! Ring those bells! Blow those horns! Blow those horns! Please, I don't. Please. Noise, I've got to have it. When you're but, around, i got to
4: have noise. But, but please, Mr. Costello, you're scaring me.
2: I'm scaring you.
4: Costello, there's no sense in shouting. That's right, Mr. Costello. Let us speak low.
2: I don't want to speak low. I always talk loud. Hooray, Happy New Year. Get around, everybody. Here's some John Charles Thomas. Oh! On the road to
0: Mandelman
2: Da, 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 da Look, just a minute, please You're hearing people at the wrong place <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's enough, that's enough Hey, uh, they like it Yeah, never mind <laughs> <laughs> Look, pay, pay no attention to them this him. Frank Sinatra Will <laughs> you... <laughs> Never mind. Pay no attention to him, Mr. Laurie. I'll bring Costello out to your sanitarium tonight. Oh, yes, please. And at midnight,
4: I hope. When the moon is down. No,
2: tomorrow when the sun is up. (laughs) Way up! When do you light, brother? Lots of lights. We're going to turn on a searchlight. Costello,
4: you're acting like an idiot. Uh, Yes, Mr. Costello. I've had thousands of patients at my sanitarium, and I've never had one of them complain. You know what that proves, don't you?
2: Yes, sir. Dead men
0: tell no
1: tale. <laughs> Get me out of here! Connie Haynes sings the new hit tune, I Couldn't Sleep Awake Last Night.
5: I couldn't sleep awake last night Because we had that silly fight I thought my heart would break The whole night through I knew that you'd be sorry, and I'm sorry, too. I didn't have my favorite dream, the one in which I hold you tight. I had to call you up this morning to see if everything was still all right. morning, cause I couldn't sleep a wink last night, I didn't have my favorite dream, the one in which i hold you tight, I had to call you up this morning, to see if everything was still alright. call you up this morning Cause I couldn't sleep a last
1: night Do you know what more flavor means than a cigarette? Try a pack or two of camels. I think you'll see that more flavor, the result of expert blending of costlier tobaccos, is what helps them to hold up. Keep from going flat, no matter how many you smoke. Test out camels in your taste and throat, what we call your T zone. Your taste will tell you about more flavor, and your throat will give you the last word on camels' smooth, extra mildness. And remember, camel cigarettes stay fresh, cool smoking, and slow burning because they're packed to go around the world.
0: C-A-M-E-L-F
1: Camel cigarettes. They're first in the service. They've got what it takes. And now back to Abbott and Costello, who are en route to Peter Laurie's sanitarium. The time is midnight.
2: Well, Costello, we'll be at Peter Laurie Sanitarium in a minute. He's a great doctor, Costello. He'll see that you get some rest in peace. That's what bothers me. I don't want to rest in peace. Quiet.
0: <laughs>
2: Listen, a friend of mine was just about to die, and Dr. Laurie pulled him over the hump. Which way? <laughs> well, here it is. Peter Laurie Sanitarium. 1313 Gravesend Road. What an address! Look at the sign on the gate. Deliver all bodies in the rear.
0: <laughs> all right,
2: now stop complaining. Look how quiet and peaceful it is out here. That's the first robin I've heard this spring. Oh, shut up. Quite apart, wasn't it? You know, Lou, this is the kind of a place. I've always wanted to visit. Look at that green stuff clinging to the gate. That green stuff clinging to the gate is me! <laughs> now, don't be such a coward. Go ahead up to the door and knock. Oh, so you think I'm a coward, huh? Okay, yeah, but I'll prove you that I'm... I'll prove that I'm a hero. I'll be brave. I'll show you what I'm made of. I'll knock on a door. I'll go in there. But before I do it, there's just one thing I want you to do for me. What's that? Talk me out of it. <laughs> None of that. Go ahead. Knock on the door. Don't be afraid. Why, Peter Laurie may not even be at home. He's home, all right. How do you know? I see a straitjacket hanging on the line. (laughs) Costello, once and for all, will you please knock on the door? Okay. All right. How do you do, gentlemen? Did you ring? No, I (laughs) knocked. I thought I heard you whistle. <laughs> Let me have your hat, please. Don't you want the coat, too? No, just the hat. Just the hat? Who are you? I'm a skull. I'm just going out for a walk.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on, Abbott, that's all. Let's
0: get out of here!
2: Squire, quiet. Here comes Peter Laurie.
4: Ah, oh, good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to my sanitarium. Now, come, Mr. Costello. Let me take you over here. Close to the fire. Come on, no pushing, Laurie. Quit shoving. <laughs> hey, Abbott, yeah, help me now. Come on, Costello, help me out of here. Costello, Costello.
2: The guy's pushing yeah. the fire.
4: No, nothing of the kind. What's the matter with you? Yes, I mean you no harm. It's cold out tonight. You must be killed. Uh, uh, I mean, chilled. Sure. <laughs> I heard you the first time, brother. Get what I'm calling yeah. brother. Uh, please. Please do not excite yourself, Mr.
2: Costello. All I want you to do is to take a pill. I'm not taking no pill. I'm taking a powder. Now! Come on, Abbott. (laughs) Wait a a minute, Costello. If you want to cure your cold, you've got to listen to Dr. Lorry. Abbott, I'm not sick. All I did was let out a little, little, little... A
4: sneeze. You see, you must not minimize your illness. Here, take this little blue pill.
2: I ain't taking no pill. You heard the man. Take the blue pill. Oh, you always went out. Okay. Oh, very good. Now take this red pill. What's the red pill for?
4: Oh, that's in case the blue pill was poison.
2: <laughs> get away with those pills, Mr. Laurie, will you?
4: Just a minute. Be calm. Take it
2: easy. Relax. I don't want to relax. I want to jump. Come on, everybody, get up. Let's dance. Come on.
0: Oh, I I'll leave me with this guy. You see, alone? doctor?
2: You see, doctor? Sounds like I'm alone. I. <laughs> you see, doctor, I told you that Costello was in bad shape. What he really needs is some exercise. Oh, splendid. Let's go out and play some golf. Golf? At midnight? Oh, yes. Oh, last
4: night, I played a fine game with my friend, Frankenstein. Now, there's a gruesome tosome. <laughs> It was a very interesting game (laughs) Frankenstein made a hole in one So I buried him in it
0: (laughs) You
2: know, I I play a very hot game Hot game? You probably play in the lower
0: Hades
2: (laughs) The lower Hades Oh, Doctor Excuse me, please
4: That's one of my patients
2: Oh, Doctor I just killed my keeper I just killed my keeper But why did you kill him? He killed me first (laughs) Hey Abbott, now that guy wasn't kidding Now there's a body behind the couch Is he dead? I can't tell His head is missing Say, Costello, look The body is getting up Abbott, he's coming towards me Listen, mister You're dead, ain't you? Yes, I am dead Then why aren't you laying down? If you must know, the floor is too cold (laughs) That's the last straw. I'm getting out of here. Now, stop worrying. There's nothing wrong with this place. Ah! What was that? One o'clock. Let's go.
4: (laughs) Mr. Costello, I think you're running a temperature. I must call my assistant. Who's your assistant, Dracula? Oh, no, no. I'm mad at him. I caught him stealing from my blood bank.
2: (laughs) Dr. Laurie, the operating table's all ready. What? What operating table? You ain't operating on me. I'm not hungry. You're not hungry? You heard me. I don't want any cold cuts. Oh, I must...
4: (laughs) I must insist, Mr. Costello. My diagnosis shows that the sneeze caused your cold, which caused poison to run through your system. This has affected your appendix, and your appendix must come out. Put him on the operating table,
2: boys. The first guy that touches me gets a fat lip. (laughs) Now, that's no way to talk. You must follow your doctor's advice if you ever expect to get well. Okay, then. Laurie, I'll let you take out my appendix on one condition. Good. What's the condition? You've got to take it out from the back. From the back? <laughs> from the back. That's right. But why? Because i got a battleship tattooed on my stomach. And he is liable to sink it. I'll get out of here.
1: and Costello will be back in just a moment. Thanks to the Yanks of the Week, tonight we salute Marine Private Donald L. Ewers of Denver, member of a six-man patrol ordered to destroy several Japanese machine guns on Bougainville. When his lieutenant and corporal were both killed, Private Ewers became senior officer, ordered two men to go back for help, dragged a wounded private to a foxhole and stood off the Japanese alone, firing a machine gun from the hip until another patrol came to his aid. In your honor, Marine Private Donald Ewers, the makers of camels are sending to Marines in the Pacific 300,000 camel cigarettes. Each of the four camel shows honors the Yank of the Week, sends 300,000 camel cigarettes overseas, a total of more than a million camels sent free each week. In this country, the traveling camel caravans have thanked audiences of more than 3.5 million Yanks with free shows and free camels. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States four times a week, a shortwave to our men overseas and to South America. Listen tomorrow to Gary Moore and Jimmy Durante. Saturday to Bob Hawke in Thanks to the Yanks. Monday to Blondie. And next Thursday, to Abbott and Costello with their guest, the great Gildersleeve. And now, for just a moment, I'd like to speak to all women from 17 to 35 who would like a real post-war career and a chance to help now. Join the Cadet Nurse Corps. A new act of Congress provides cadet nurses with all-expense scholarships, including tuition, books, board, room, and a full set of uniforms, both for nursing and for optional street wear. And in addition, you will receive a monthly spending allowance. All women from 17 or 18 to 35 may apply. Many schools admit married students. You must be a high school graduate with a good record and must be in good health. Your local hospital will give you full information or write to U.S. Cadet Nurse Corps, Box 88, New York, New York. That's the United States Cadet Nurse Corps, Box 88, New York, New York. And now here's Abbott and Costello with the final word. Thanks, Ken. Well, Peter Laurie, it
2: certainly was nice to have you with us tonight.
1: Yes, I certainly. That's not your
2: line, please. Excuse me. Oh, thank you, Bud. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr.
4: Costello. I hope you didn't mind coming to my sanitarium. You should come again sometimes.
2: I will on visitors' day.
4: Oh, uh, oh Another thing, uh, Mr. Costello, uh, uh, you should take care of your cold. You see, flu flies, and in order to be free from flu, you must flee when flu flies.
2: Say it again, Laurie. All right,
4: I will. Uh, I should...
2: mean, without the script. I'll oh, get out of here. Good night, folks. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, mom. <laughs>
1: In again next week for another great Abbott and Costello show with a great Gildersleeve. And remember, camel cigarettes are packed to go around the world. Camels stay fresh, cool smoking, and slow burning because they're packed to go around the world. This is Ken Nile saying good night from Hollywood. More pipes smoke Prince Albert than any other tobacco in the whole world. Yes, sir? And when we say P.A.'s got pipe appeal, we mean that you'll like Prince Albert, too. In every big red two-ounce package of Prince Albert, you get around 50 rich-tasting, swell-smoking pipefuls. Each one no-bite treated for tongue-happy smoking comfort. P.A.'s crimp cut, too, to pack and burn and draw just right. More pipes smoke Prince Albert. It's the National Joy Smoke. This is the National Broadcasting Company. K.F.I. Los Angeles.